the, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. Welcome to Season 4 of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast is not just information, but impartation and activation. We believe that every conversation will encourage, equip, and empower you to live the daily supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast and then share every episode with your friends and family and be activated. And welcome to another adventure in the Holy Spirit. I'm so excited for what the wonderful Holy Spirit is doing through this podcast around the world. We've approached 300,000 downloads for the glory of Jesus. We've seen people give their hearts to Jesus. People receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. People receive healing and people see in the Spirit. Fireborn Ministries, we exist to see Jesus awaken this generation to the power of the incredible and wonderful Holy Spirit. So I've got a free PDF available for you on how to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit. That link is in the podcast description. It's available for you. And I also want to encourage you guys to continue to seek the face of Jesus every single day, especially as we have needs around the world and even in our local communities. See what the Holy Spirit is doing, can do in you and through you. Do you want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Do you want to commune with the wonderful Holy Spirit like never before? Your adventure with Him will grow tremendously as you grow through our Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course. You can study the course at your own pace on your time. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit will help you know the Holy Spirit more and encounter Him every day. You'll learn His names, His character, His fruit, His personality, and more. Go to FirebornMinistries.com to purchase this life-changing program and start connecting with Him today. Today I'm going to be talking about transforming communities, transforming people's lives, and hearing from a great pastor, Terrell Scott. Guys, he has an incredible testimony of coming out of the darkness and being brought into the the light. He's got the Malachi Project in Georgia taking place, an after-school program that's helping feed people and give kids reading and really setting them above and, and launching them into their destiny. So please help me welcome Pastor Terrell Scott to Adventures in the Spirit. Welcome, Pastor. Hey, how's it going, guys? Glad to be here. Well, Terrell, it's an honor. It's a pleasure to have you on. I was reading your bio. I was reading some of the news clips and and I saw, you know, some of the videos to your story. And I really, I knew I needed to have Pastor Terrell on. And plus, you've got a great person reaching out to people. So big shout out to (laughs) Vanessa in Jesus' name. But Terrell, I I know that the Holy Spirit's using in you. But I want to capture your story for my listeners. You know, how you came to Jesus and what he's doing through you. 
Yes, sir. So uh, I'll, I'll make a long story short and bring in the high points. Uh, I was radically saved in prison 17 years ago. I was on a full scholarship prior to that, wrestling college. I threw it away, trafficking cocaine. I went from college on a full ride to the School of Hard Knocks. Uh, during that window in college, I pulled off a string of armed robberies. So I'm running drugs. I'm in college on a full scholarship. And I'm pulling off armed robberies. So really mixed up life. And uh, I, I say that I was a chameleon and I would change to every situation and circumstance. Well, uh, I'm in prison. I'm running a gang. I'm running drugs. I'm not thinking about changing. And God starts to deal with me. But I, I get into a fight with a guy trying to rob me of cocaine and marijuana. And when that happened, uh, I got stabbed over my left eye, right cheek. And in the back, I was placed in an isolation cell for six months, not because of the fight, in it, it, but all because I was under investigation by the Southeast Narcotics Agents. And uh, at that time, my brother is still on a full scholarship wrestling college, wrestling in a national tournament. And so I'm in there and I'm cold, I'm calloused, but I start to cry out the best I could. Shortly after that, um, a month later, a woman I had robbed at gunpoint writes a letter sharing Jesus, sharing forgiveness, and sharing about the transformation, how she had forgiven me. And, and, and the reality is I didn't respond in that moment. I didn't change in that moment, but it was planting seeds and God was starting to deal with me. And I read in Proverbs 10, 1 during that time that a wise son is the gladness of his father and a foolish son, the heaviness of his mother. So God was starting to convict me. I got transferred from that holding cell in isolation after six months to another prison the same woman that wrote the letter was able to come in for a minister. She was an ordained minister, came in and ministered to me forgiveness in Christ. And through her ministering forgiveness in Christ to me, I had an encounter with the Lord. She called out tattoos on my back. I had a CB, well, I still do I have a CB on my back. I just don't say it means crime boss anymore. I had a CB on my back and a wow. G for gangster and crime boss. And and with that, and I'll say it, I had a buddy of mine say it's Christ's businessman. And nice. so, uh, but, 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 you know, God redeems things. Thank you, Jesus. But, but with that, she looks me in the eyes and she said, you're not called to be a crime boss, but God has a purpose and plan for you. You've been leading people the wrong way your whole life. It's time to lead them right. And when she said this, the presence of heaven sat down on me. Then, now, granted, I'm not, I'm not living right. I'm still running drugs. I just brought drugs back in the prison. I'm not, I'm not fully surrendered to this God thing yet. I got gang tats on me. I, I'm death before dishonor. I got a lot of vows, street vows, and commitments. I'm cold and callous because of the lifestyle I was living. And and and, and God, in in a visitation with other people around, present, sat down. I hadn't cried in years, and a tear ran down the side of my face and hit my boot. And then I had a decision to make. And uh, later that week, I, I turned my back on the streets, on the gang. I, I reached out to all the guys that were under me in that gang and said, I'm done. I'm serving Jesus. And uh, and I, hey, I took off preaching right then, sharing what Jesus Christ did for me. And so uh, I was saved in prison through a woman I had robbed at gunpoint. Wow. That's amazing. You know, I know I've done street ministry some years ago, and I remember a gang leader saying, if anybody in our in our group, in our gang, leaves, We'll, we'll go after him. I think he even right. says we could even kill him. But he yes, said, sir. if they leave for God, we're not going to get in God's way. <laughs> so what else? <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and then there's Michael Franzese, you know, the former mob boss who's got uh, 
podcasts and videos and stuff and he's speaking truth you know he's yes. got people from coming out of prison coming on to his program you know yes, and, sir. and he gave his life to jesus radically so pastor terrell i know that there's a little bit more to your story about yeah that, yeah yeah sure so that. yeah yeah so I, I i fall in love with jesus i start fasting i start praying i want to tell one cool part i'm praying for the baptism of the holy ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues right and, and so i'm in with the same woman of god who led me to the lord we're at another visit at the end we've been reading scriptures and and we're sitting down and and she starts to pray and as she starts to pray, she's praying in her, her normal language. And all of a sudden, her heavenly language bursts forth right there with everybody around. And fire hit me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. I didn't really know what was going on in the moment. You know, I'm, I was new to the word and I'm growing and I'm reading. And then I went to visitation, not visitation, but the chapel service that same night. And then I had foreign languages started coming up out of me. And initially it scared me a little bit, but I said, what? Well, the Holy Spirit quickened me. So that's what you've been praying for, the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. And uh, so I'll bring it in to I get out of prison. I do two and a half years. That same woman ends up walking with me. And uh, we hear from God that this is my future wife. And she hears from God that I'm her future husband. And so the I get home and I get married to the woman that I had robbed at gunpoint and she becomes my wife. And then now we have five children together and God has called us the same area I used to run crack, cocaine, cocaine, marijuana. I used to bring death and destruction. God has called us. We pastor a church in that area. We run a nonprofit in that area. And then we have Malachi Project where we're reaching the last, the lost, the least, the broken in our community, giving them hope and opportunity. But the woman, I, I, I put her life on the line and I left her dead. Now I will give my life for her. That is my best friend. That is my wife. And we have five amazing, beautiful children together. That is an incredible story of redemption right there. Yes, right sir. There. That's, that's like like a movie, okay? Like not just a book, but that could be like a movie in Jesus' name. Prophesy, uh, man. Oh, amen. <laughs> let, like, let's <laughs> yes. Can, can you share about you know, what God has been doing through you? I mean, to return to the same neighborhood and bring forth community transformation like you're doing. And this is all because Jesus has told you and you're walking in obedience. You know, can you share kind of what, what the Holy Spirit was doing in you to launch the Malachi Project, to pastor a church and everything that you're doing, reaching the needy yeah. and the lost? So, so, so I, I want to start with so when it when, when when my heart shifted. So when I was in the streets and in the gang life, even before when I was in sports and other things, I would give my best to it. And, and I gave my full heart to the Lord. I wasn't holding back. And I poured everything and, and and God started leading me personally through deliverance. I was delivered from a legion of demons. I cried out to God and I had a trans vision. And, and in that, God showed me a demoniac in the mirror and I cried out to Jesus. And then the next morning when I come wake up, I read Mark 5 about the demoniac. And so Jesus Christ came and transformed me first. And so I believe the key element to community transformation is when we take responsibility and allow Jesus to transform us. So as we're transformed, we can go and bring liberty to those that are broken and bring healing and deliverance. And so through that process, wow. I initially started uh, and I submitted myself to some great men of God and mentors, and I helped start a drug and alcohol recovery facility. God was healing me. He was crushing strongholds. He was liberating me. He was just removing all the darkness and pain from my past. And then he called me back to where I'm from 
where I used to have, I mean, I had a number of hits out on my head, at least three or four hits out on my head at high number, um, $30,000 hits from all the armed robberies and the gangsta and all that. And I'm like, God, if you're calling me, you can protect me. Now, granted, it was 10 years, you know, 10 years later, but still now I'm 20 years later, but I'm talking about when I initially came back in 2013. And um, we weren't jumping for joy at first, but I said, Lord, I'll do whatever you say. And when I got back, we started our church and God was using us. But when we hit the streets, it was like a supernatural magnet. When we got out there and started praying for people and doing back to school bashes and taking Christmas toys and Thanksgiving boxes and grace bags and just preaching under the pavilions, out in the streets, going in drug houses, just going out there with no, you know, no fear of what, but trusting in God to um, be there with us. God backed us. And so we just, you know, we got, we just been faithful. And so with um, the outreach ministry, it started, you know, initially it was the church and then a birthday outreach ministry, then Malachi Project. And so with that, what happened is as we started serving and loving on people and having these connect points all through the year where, where we're seeing them three and four times a year at big events and then we're in the streets, we started developing relationships with people and then sharing and, and loving on them. And I, I've had ex-drug dealers and people, they would run from us when we come around, but they've been saved now. I had a young man that was a part of Malachi Project. He chose... Malachi over football at, at like nine years old. And I said, watch what happens with his family, his whole, his dad, his mom, I think four siblings, all of them got saved, baptized. And um, the dad's filled with the Holy Ghost. And so Amen. you just, you just see God moving as we were just faithful. And uh, there were times we wanted to quit. There was times it was painful. It's time it didn't make sense, but God would always meet us in those moments and strengthen us. And so what we do with the outreach is we stay connected, continue to love, continue to encourage. And then Malachi is more mentoring. It's more hands-on. It's more involved where we're teaching basic um, math, arithmetic, reading, writing stuff, but we're also fathering the next generation through loving on them, correcting them, affirming them. We pray number 624 through 26, and all my staff does this, before any kid ever leaves our facility, the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. May his light and countenance shine upon you. May the Lord our God be gracious unto you. That consistent, and I, I have seen such transformation in kids that were so defiant, so rebellious, unwilling. Now they are in there, and they know the prayers, and they're asking to pray, and they're playing drums, and they're helping with media, and they're involved because we chose to be consistent and love. That's amazing. That's love is the key right there. Yes, God sir. is love. Terrell, can you give some people tips as to how to get started to see yes. community transformation? Good. Great, great question. Because, you know, now we're 10 years in, we've, we've been on CBN, all these uh, news articles and right, but it didn't start. And we weren't doing it for that. We were doing it because they're hurting kids and there were broken young people and there are people in addiction. There are people and there's single moms that are just trying to get by that need support, that need strengthening. And we got school teachers that are overwhelmed that don't know how to deal with some of these kids. And so we just started loving our kids. Me and my wife started this ministry well before we had the name. We just had kids over. We were feeding them popsicles, putting Band-Aids on them, shooting basketball, just loving them. And that we had a vision for it, but God started to give structure to it and put everything in place so that we're experiencing what we are today. And with that, you know, one of our, our heartbeat for this is we want to take Malachi all over the world. We believe that, that it's an epidemic. We know it's an epidemic of fatherlessness. And we want to see there ain't no junior Holy Spirit. I was my, all four of my children, my, except my two-year-old that you met earlier, speaking the Holy Ghost. They're baptizing all 
Ghost and Tongues from 11 to five years old. And so we don't we need our young people empowered. We need to raise up that Daniel generation with a spirit of excellence that are willing to stand up against the cultural woes and things that are coming against them. And we're not going to do that by being passive, set back and not engaged. We chose to get engaged. And what's happened is God has put an army around us now. I love that. Well, you mentioned the army around you. We need teams. We need yes. We need people who who get into the vision, who get into the trenches and things like yes. that. So, you know, I, I know that I think in the days ahead, we need more churches and ministries to have food prepared for emergencies, to have yes. closets for people to grab business suits and things like that so that they can sure. and even job application training and skills and things like that. Maybe this is you know, what are you seeing? What do you think is coming in the days ahead? And how sure. do you think churches and ministries need to prepare? I think we need to be grassroots, hands-on, involved in thinking ahead. The Word of God says that He will warn us through His Word. So it's wise to prepare. I, I don't believe in fear, but I believe in being wise and diligent in knowing the sign of the times. The sons of Issachar understood the signs of the times. And so with that, what you're saying, that's why we're we're in the midst. We just started our building project of a youth center and a community center. Wow. And so we love serving the kids, but there's broken parents that need financial literacy, that need education, that need to be equipped. And uh, even where we're working out of now, we have a whole basement area that is full of food and donations for those that are in need. So, you know, I think you start right there where you're at with your neighbors, those closest to you. And then you go from there and you stay consistent with people. You don't just do it one day, then quit. You get back up and you keep on going, even in the hard places. And and I think it's wise. I, I don't want after COVID, right? It hit my heart. I don't want to be sitting back in the church. We're not prepared. And then we got to run to the government or we have to run to someone else to fix a need that we should be that church of acts that we're prepared to meet the needs in the community so that we can lead them to Christ. And that's what we've been doing for the last seven years with the River Refuge and the Malachi Project is loving on the people, meeting a need so that we can tell them about their greater need, their need for salvation, their need for deliverance, their need for Jesus Christ. Amen. On the phone the other day when you and I had chatted, you know, you mentioned that God uses you in deliverance. Now, you know, yes, my, my audience is very charismatic. Okay. It's a charismatic <laughs> audience, Pentecostal, spirit empowered, you know, yes, sir. prophetic. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's go there. I, I do deliverance. I sure. don't want to be known as the deliverance guy. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. when the Holy spirit brings those spirits up, you know, sure. I'm going to go after them, command them to leave in Jesus name. I, I just emphasize Jesus, the Holy Spirit, being empowered by the Holy Spirit. But can you share what God has shown you to see people set free as you're seeing a community transformed? But can you share some even deliverance principles for people? Because we need to change our communities, but it's, it begins with the one-on-one. It begins yes, with Yes, sir. Yeah, so Passion Life Church is our deli- has the deliverance arm, and we have a, a deliverance team now. And so when people reach out to us for deliverance, we have curse-breaking manual, we have profiles, and then we sit down and we set it up. Depending on the level of demonization, the influence they're under, uh, We it may be four sessions, it may be five. We, we walk them through the process. But, you know, the enemy likes to hide. Demonic spirits love to hide. And so for me is when I got free, then the light in us starts to expose those dark places in others. And so, you know, we take people through a process of 
renouncing, repenting, making sure they have faith. They're serving the Lord. They're faithful in their community or church. And then we start to deal with some of the harder issues, whether it may be some people have uh, bloodline curses, which I had some from my bloodline that had to be broken. And so just taking them through the process. And I want to encourage somebody, if you're listening and you're struggling, you're praying, you're fasting, you're serving the Lord, you're honoring your pastor, you're an obedient Christian, you love the Lord, but you're still being tormented in areas. That's signs that that's a spirit. I want to encourage you, keep fighting the good fight of faith. God has showed me sometimes, even in my own life, as you stay faithful, he'll come through and he'll put the serpent under your foot as you continue to seek his face. And if you need help, I would love to offer people, we have people reaching out from other nations right now that we're willing to do media with them, we're willing to help them with deliverance. I come out of so much and I've been delivered from so much. And then God's give us, given us other ministers that were highly demonized and broken that are bringing deliverance to now. Wow. That's amazing. So I've, I've done Zoom calls and things like that, seeing people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you sure. know, even meetings in Pakistan where people, large groups and small groups are being sure. healed. You know, God is using technology, so I don't encourage anybody out there, you know, take a step of faith. You know, as Pastor Terrell said, they're using technology to reach out to people, to, you know, pray over people. You know, you can do it too. You can do it too. So Terrell, you know, I guess I'll I'll backtrack a little bit. What was it like being set free from the Legion? I mean, this is biblical. There's a story about Legion. You know, I also was set free from some demonic stuff when I was uh, 18. Um, I had this addiction. I still crave these things. I was clean and sober for uh, probably nine months at that time. Uh, but there's something like I'd watch TV and there'd be things I could feel something kind of, you know, moving. Within sure, sure. Yes, sir. I, I didn't know what it was. But in time, uh, I fell into uh, a trance and encountered mm. the risen Christ. Amen. That addiction was was done gone. And my, my spiritual prayer language shifted where it was no longer just small little words. It became a full blown language through that encounter with Jesus. So what was it like for you? And then how did God eventually kind of equip you to do what you're doing? Yeah. So, so for me, there was such a drastic change and there was just change. Like I didn't have to go to, um, drug and alcohol facility to quit drinking and smoking and using drugs, which I was doing all that in prison, the power of God came. I had an open vision of Jesus Christ on the cross. And then, but I was liberated in the level of joy in my life shifted. When, when I got delivered from those spirits, um, it had no more control over me. And there, there was the joy and peace and fulfillment. I'm in prison now because we're going back 17 years. I'm in prison and I'm free. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm not looking just to get out. I, I'm like, I want to do every day I need Jesus so that I don't get out and make a mess of my life again, whatever it takes. And so it really just, you know, it brought a freedom. It brought purpose and destiny to my heart. And um, I, I am such an advocate and love deliverance for my own story, but also uh, a number of our leaders, our staff have been delivered and we've seen the power of God continue to faithfully deliver his children as we renounce the lies and we walk in the truth and apply God's word. Amen. Um, well, Pastor Terrell, I'm, I'm feeling like a shift right now. Okay. About the baptism with the Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage people, if you're listening to this, repent, renounce, Amen. renew yes. your commitment to Jesus, get refreshed with the infilling of the Holy Spirit. So I'd encourage people to do that right now. 
Well, Pastor Terrell, can you lead people, right? Wow. Jesus. In the the baptism with the Holy Spirit so that they can encounter Jesus, the baptizer. I'm shaking. Thank you. So they can encounter Jesus, the baptizer with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. So so first thing is is repent and to say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I turn from my sin and I receive you as Lord of my life. I turn from my past, my failure, my own righteousness, my, my, my own mindsets, and I turn to you, the God of creation. And I thank you, the living God, that you would send your son to die for me and I receive you as Lord. I yield my, I just don't invite you, in, but I yield my whole life to you and I make you Lord of my life. And so that's a free gift. Salvation is a free gift. The baptism of the Holy Ghost and the evidence speaking tongue is a free gift. So no different than you just receive Christ as your Lord. If you, hey, if you've been a wayward child, just come on home. You say, Lord, I'm sorry. I've been running. I'm sorry, God. I, I got I got pulled into the world and the vices. It says you're not ignorant of the enemy's devices. God, I, I let the enemy trick me. Just come on home. Just come on home. Just just say, Lord, I'm sorry. Here I am. Look, look, he'll wash you clean right now in Jesus. And be washed by the washing of the water of the word and by the power of the blood of Jesus. We release life and light into you now in Jesus name. So I just want you to raise your hands right where you're at, right where you're at, because Jesus is a deliverer. Jesus is a healer and he's come to set the captive free. Raise your hands and I'm going to pray over you and you just say this with me. Say, I receive the Holy Ghost and fire. So right now in Jesus name, I pray you be baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire. Receive that grace now in Jesus name. Baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire. Fire in Jesus name. Receive freedom and deliverance. I pray now that the power of God would break every yoke, demonic stronghold, power and entity that is holding you back. We come against it now in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare freedom, healing, power and anointing. May every yoke in your life be broken now in the mighty name of Jesus. If you've been struggling hard with a specific sin, say I renounce it now and I turn to you, Lord. I renounce pride. I renounce anger. I renounce frustration. I renounce lust and perversion. And I turn to you, Holy One, for you are pure and you are true. And I turn to you. I receive you now. And I declare in the decree, I am free in Jesus' name. Be free in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Receive your freedom. Receive your freedom. He's a deliverer. He's a healer. And he's a baptizer. Be baptized. Be baptized. Be baptized. Never be the same. 17 years ago in a prison cell, I am not the same. I've never been. I'm a new species in Christ. The old man is dead and I'm a new creation. You are, if you prayed that prayer and the anointing is hitting you right now, you are a new creation in Christ and you have something to be excited about. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ who are led by the spirit and not by the flesh in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Powerful, powerful. I want to encourage people, reach out to us, you know, uh, reach out to Pastor Terrell, reach out to myself. You could email info at firebornministries.com. Tell us what the Holy Spirit did in you and through you while listening into this. And also, Pastor Terrell, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you? Yeah, you can um, email us at help at passion-life.org. That's help at passion-life.org. Email us. We'll follow back up with a call, whatever's needed. We, we'd love to be there and help you and see you walk in victory. Awesome. And then do you have any web pages that people could go to? Yes, sir. Uh, www.passion 
life.org. Yeah. And so from that, our church page, you can learn, you, you can reach out for deliverance. Also, you can hit a link that will send you to the River Refuge and the Malachi Project so you can learn more about what we're doing in our community and be praying. Everywhere needs a Malachi Project. We got one of our ministers who just dropped uh, our email in there. If, if uh, you guys could drop that information in, in the comments. Yes, yes. There we go. Yes, yes. Awesome. Help Amen. at passion-life.org. Yes. This was a yes. powerful time, Pastor Terrell. The Holy Spirit has more in store for you and your people. And there's going to be a, a divine multiplication taking place as you pour into leaders and maybe even start coming up with a network for the glory of Jesus. Yes. Uh, networks of community transformation centers, of, of outreach, of addiction recovery. More is in store for you. Passion Life yes. Church, more is in store for you and your family in Jesus' name. And I just pray and speak of abundance yes. over you, brother, in Jesus' name. I'm going to take Thank a step you. of faith here. In the name of Jesus, I call forth book contracts in Jesus' name. And I'm going to take another step of faith. As I said earlier, I, I pray in Jesus' name, bring forth a production company, Lord, uh, a production company uh, that is top level to produce this story for the glory of Jesus. And it's not and it, sure, it'll be in the Christian niche, but it's going to reach more people. Yes. Um, and even be taken overseas and put on screens and projectors and villages and things like that. In Jesus' yes, name, I God. speak that. Yes. In Jesus Receive name. it now in Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name. Thank in you, Jesus. Jesus. Name. Thank wow. you. My what wife early on was saying that God's going to take this story and do what you're saying. And that's just that prophetic confirmation. And we we, we sense it. And we believe it and we trust it. Amen. Okay. So these are, these are your friends. You know, I want to encourage everybody share this episode, you know, Amen. message it, direct message this episode to someone right now so that they could Amen. receive Jesus. They could receive deliverance and they could receive the baptism of the Holy spirit. So pastor Terrell, thank you so very much for being my special guest on Adventures in the Spirit. I want to encourage everybody to subscribe and yes. share Adventures in the Spirit. Jared Lasky available on all podcast platforms. Thank you, Pastor Terrell. Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.